Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Lieutenant David Haynes is off today, but Chicago Tribune food critic Louise Chu is here for our Friday food feature and news about Yelp. They've picked their favorite Chicago pizza places, haven't they, Louisa? They have. This list that they do every year, uh, and it's based on, I guess, their Yelp elite uh, so, uh, so, but yeah, so Chicago, uh, you know, typically ranks higher a year, and this year took number one in uh, uh, mm-hmm. in all of the spots. Now, so uh, was Pequod's their favorite? It was Pequod's, uh, which was founded originally by my late friend, uh, the dear uh, Bert Katz. Um, he made famous. Uh, unintentionally, this pan pizza that's distinctive for a caramelized cheese crust. And um, he sold pizza. He retired, Pequod's. He retired. And so Pequod's has become famous in their own right for two locations. One, the original Morton Grove, and then the other one in Lincoln Park. And so they not only have this caramelized cheese crust, but they now really load the toppings on. They're really kind of known for like a super saucy style. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the few people uh, not uh, enamored of of the crust. It's it's a it's a very unique mm. pizza, isn't it? It is, and I would say, Bob, that um, you know it it really kind of depends. I mean, for Pequods, I recommend always going to the original location on a slower day at a slower time when they really had a chance to let that, uh, you know, that dough kind of develop. And when they bake it, it is amazing. I mean, like, I'm sorry, but how could you not love, like, baked <laughs> cheese on, like, a pizza crust? It's amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, I like the toppings. Uh, the other uh, Yelp favorites, mm-hmm. uh, Peace, uh, Chicago Pizza mm-hmm. and Oven Grinder, an old favorite of mine, uh, Spaca Napoli, mm-hmm. uh, Kalo. They've been around forever on North Clark. That's a fantastic place. And Coal Fire Pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, any of those mm-hmm. uh, favorites of yours as well, Louisa? Yeah, um, I would say all of them, and, uh, you know, especially uh, Coal Fire, which I really love. They are on uh, Grand Avenue in a stretch that used to be one of the little Italys um, in Chicago. And um, they, again, do, like, this beautiful, crunchy, thin crust, um, coal-fired, literally. Like, they actually bring in, like, a lot of coals. Uh, and um, so it gets, like, almost this like smoky flavor and you know and again the the, the style that's kind of newer in Chicago you know even though that's like an old little italy stretch is that um they pay such attention and care and detail to the toppings um so it's not necessarily kind of like the neighborhood pizza that we all grew up in you know with the giant bags of mozzarella which is good i i have my own neighborhood place like that too but um they are amazing and of course Bacchanopoli started the whole Neapolitan style, like the really traditional Italian style pizza uh, in Chicago. Um, so they're terrific too, but really all of them. Mm-hmm. And of course, pizza in the New Haven style. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I find uh, baffling is the fact that New York and California in this in this Yelp uh, poll got 
the most entries in the top 100 with 10 each. That's not right. Uh, Chicago should have more entries on this list than New York and California, don't you think? I mean, again, I have mixed feelings about Yelp, and uh, and we all use Yelp, but um, it's, you know, based on numbers. So there's maybe just a lot more of those elite users who vote. So it doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. So, um, you know, so that's kind of going to take a, take a grain of uh, pizza salt. Uh, yeah. with those kinds of lists. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these places uh, do thick and thin now, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, and, and Kalo uh, has a great thin pizza, but you've been writing about uh, tavern pizzas, this, this trend, and, and that's about uh, Chicago thin pizza, isn't it? You always think of the deep dish around here, but we have, we have great tavern pizzas. Absolutely, and I specifically actually, okay, and this is going to be a mouthful, wrote about Chicago-style, thin-crust, tavern-style, but, like, a new school. So, like I said, we all grew up, like, our regular pizza was the thin-crust and the square-cut or the tavern-cut, or now they call it tavern-style. So I kind of, as a shorthand, am calling, calling it new tavern-style um, because it's not like the pizza we grew up with. The crust is so thin on some of these pizzas and, like, so incredibly flavorful because, like, the dough that they make, they're not using that to make pizza that night. They're letting it cure and develop, like, ferment for four or five days, depending on the flour and the season. And so it develops this incredible flavor. Like, you would not believe how much flavor and, like, texture goes into these super thin crusts. And the one that I think is, like, doing it to the most extreme is only available on Tuesdays. They sometimes have a wait of like over an hour, and they sell out. And that's at Bungalow by Middlebrow, which originally started as a brewery, started doing other style of pizza, and then started doing this tavern style, which um, the owner founder, uh, Pete Turnus, kind of grew up with on the south side. And it is stunning, amazing, unlike any other tavern style that's anywhere else in the city, um, and uh, just just like a piece of art. I mean, like really, I, I you know, I was calling these styles like they're poetry and pizza. They're really unlike anything that we've had before, and um, so we're kind of like stepping into this new generation of tavern style pizza. Bungalow by Middlebrow only Tuesday from mm-hmm. two to ten p.m. Mm-hmm. and that's on Armitage, right? Twenty eight forty West Ar- West Armitage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all exactly. right. I have to have to check. Have to check that out. Uh, more restaurant news and Chicago Tribune food critic Louisa Hsu. We will continue momentarily. W-G-N. Lieutenant David Haynes is away today, taking over for the lieutenant uh, this week. And she's on the food beat all the time over at the Chicago Tribune, Louisa Chu. Uh, Louisa, we're known for our pizza around here for sure, but uh, you always associate Chicago with pierogies, too. And you wrote about a place mm-hmm. that is kind of doing a, a modern take on, on pierogi, although they're, they're using the traditional dough, aren't they? Yes. So Pierogi Kitchen in Wicker Park uh, just opened, and they're using a family recipe for the dough. So that's super traditional. It's been uh, passed down uh, through family. They've been made by family and friends for generations. But And they're also doing some of the traditional stuffings, too, some of the traditional fillings like uh, potato and cheese, of course, 
But then they are doing some more modern pierogi, uh, including smoked brisket. So, like, they have one. I mean, I, I think, again, pierogi, we know, is the dumpling, uh, you know, very simple, minimalist, and kind of has, like, a little bit of filling. Their brisket pierogi is, like, chonky. It is stuffed full of big chunks of smoked brisket and... Um, and, and so they're doing that because they actually have, the owners have a couple of other barbecue restaurants. This was one of their barbecue restaurants, their third one, and, but they decided they wanted to go back to their family roots and uh, transform it and co- kind of combined their love of um, pierogi and barbecue. Hmm. This sounds like the perfect uh, winter's night place. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> right, exactly. If you make it tonight, I mean, you can feel so sleepy. I mean, because they have a brunch where they're doing a pierogi Benedict, where instead of English muffins, they're using uh, pierogi. Uh, so, wow. yeah, so they're doing a lot with pierogi. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's uh, comfort food for you at 1856 <laughs> West North Avenue. And mm-hmm. uh, what's the name of the place again? Pierogi Kitchen, right? Pierogi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also relatively new uh, on the north side, north suburbs, honey butter fried chicken. You can get it in Glencoe now. Tell us about this. Yeah. So honey butter fried chicken originally opened in Avondale uh, on the north side, northwest side of Chicago. And then in January, uh, they finally opened their shop in Glencoe. It's been in the works for a while. So they're best known for their honey butter fried chicken, which is literally, they've got, um, you know, their beautiful fried chicken, which then you drizzle on the honey and the melted butter, but they've also got these beautiful biscuits. I think that most places, you know, with like fried chicken, they've got like amazing sides, so they've got these beautiful tender biscuits, which are lovely and wonderful, and they're, they're, they're specifically corn muffins, um, and then their sides are, like I said, wonderful and dessert, so they brought back their dump cake, which um, I think if anybody ever made dump cake, you sort of put in the cake mix, you don't mix it. So they had a special, which was a cherry with cola whip. So again, traditional, simple, but beautiful quality ingredients and kind of creative on the on the dessert side. And that's on Vernon in Glencoe. Uh, we were mentioning this uh, last week, uh, the uh, the Ukrainian Revolution in Chicago, and mm-hmm. in particular, uh, an award-winning place. Uh, tell us uh, what, what kind of food they have at Anelia. Um, again, uh, a modern, very personal expression of traditional Ukrainian food. So uh, the James Beard Award-winning chefs behind Parachute Restaurant, again, in Avondale, uh, they had to close their other restaurant, Wherewithal, because of terrible city sewer situation. But then, last year, late last year, they opened Anelia, which is named for Chef Johnny Clark's grandmother, uh, who was from Ukraine, and he had been doing these pop-ups and so, um, you know, kind of exploring his Ukrainian heritage. Um, and now he's made it his own, and it's it's so stunning. And I was just so incredibly moved by, like, the beauty uh, that was born out of this really terrible situation because he was trying to raise awareness about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And so one of his most popular dishes, which is, again, based on traditional Russian food, 
is this incredible trout row tart, which looks like it's filled with these orange jewels on this incredibly delicate pastry crust. And it comes on mm. what he calls um, a zakuski cart. Again, based on this very traditional idea of Eastern European, specifically Ukrainian hospitality, where you go to somebody's house, they have like all this food laid out. And um, he's got these carts, which he said he, when he designed them with an artist, um, that he wanted to make it like the Liberace of carts. So you get this cart that rolls up on you that's lit up and... Um, and it's, like, filled with all these little dishes. And I highly recommend getting every single one of them, if you can, because they are just simply stunning and unlike anything that you'll find in traditional restaurants. Um, and um, just uh, beautiful. And then, for sure, get the Kiev cake, which is made by a pastry chef who moved here just, like, about less than a year ago from Ukraine and um, is just doing stunning work that she was making at this, like, luxury resort hotel in Ukraine and has brought it to this, uh, you know, small restaurant in Chicago. And I feel like, um, if nothing else, that uh, this, you know, revolution that's you know, they say was born in kitchens in Ukraine is continuing here at this stunning restaurant in Avondale. 3472 North Elston, uh, you've given us a lot to do here, Louisa. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get right on it. Thanks for taking over for Lieutenant David Haynes this week. Louisa Chu from the Tribune. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Bob. You too.